Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Nick Davis! Nick Davis! I don't believe it! I see it, but I don't believe it! Hey, Gemma here. We've got the second one of our special trivia episodes of I See It But I Don't Believe It. It's footy stories, but told in a different way this time. I've got my trusty guests. I've got Yo, noted musician and Geelong supporter. G'day, g'day, g'day. <laughs> Thank you. And we've got Jason Morrison, who's now uh, How Good's Footy, their resident Sexyland measurer and Carlton <laughs> supporter. Carlton... Uh... Supporter, yes. Tragic? Yeah, yeah. pretty true. It's, well, it's tragic and I'm tragically <laughs> invested. So, And uh, you're a tour manager as well, so you're both music people, mm, yep. which yes. is perfect intersection for this radio station. Delightful. Just like me. Just like you. <laughs> you're a delightful intersection. All three of us are for the radio station. Oh, yes. Music, footy, two best things, right? Great. Yeah, fuck yeah. And coffee. Um We'll start a coffee show on the oh, side okay. of All right. yeah. play on. It's not really a f- coffee pun, but yep. anyway, I think. Um, do you want to start the questions this time again? Let's do it. Okay. Right, go for it. Do you want to give a score update All from right, where so we left off from last week? After last the last episode, episode uh, Yo was on a proud seven. Yeah. For someone who said they weren't going to get anything right, seven, still pretty good. <laughs> Jason's on 10 and I'm on 12. It's close. Good on you, Gemma. I'm going to win. Leading the way. <laughs> Now's when the tactics come in to try and... Oh, no, I know everything. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> okay. Gemma, here's your first question. Are they all going to be from the 1800s? <laughs> <laughs> or even the no, 70s? this one's uh, true or false. Okay. The winner of the AFL Goal of the Year Award is presented with a Phil Manassa medal. False. Incorrect. It's true. Uh, he kicked one of the most memorable goals of all time, running from the half-back flank to kick truly against North Melbourne late in the 77 grand final replay. See, because of all the commercial stuff around it now, you don't never hear what the medal's called because yeah. it's always about Woolworths or whoever it is. The coats higher. Coats higher. Mm. But the uh, yeah, medal on the Phil Manassa, the never heard of him. He is a, uh, a classic footballer. From the old school. Yeah, see, I knew you were going to do that to me after uh, I'd been cocky. Well, uh, here's the next question, and the name was mentioned earlier. So, uh, for Yo? For Yo. Which of these rising star winners won his award in the 1990s? Daniel Talia, Byron Pickett, or Dyson Heppel? Oh. If you don't get, we literally just said this before. <laughs> did but in the 1990s, yeah. Yeah, we did. Well, during the Ben Cousins yeah. chat. Yeah. Uh, uh, wait, Daniel Talia, who? Uh, Byron Pickett and Dyson Heppel. Uh, who did you mention? Shit. Was it Hep? <laughs> no, it was uh, Byron Pickett. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was 98, I think. Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah. 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 You did say that earlier. <laughs> it was very quickly skimmed over. It wasn't no, it's a, okay. Didn't well, dwell in it too hard. He's the one player I don't know. Out of those three. He's a so. famous Port Adelaide. Okay. Can I give you another rising star question? Sure. <laughs> yeah, hit me with it. 
True or false, Ben Holland won the 1995 Rising Star Award. Uh, 50% chance of getting this. <laughs> I'm going to say false. Correct. It was actually his brother Nick who won it. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> there you go. Full points to Yo. Yes. Jason. All right. True or false, the Jim Steins won Melbourne's Keith Bluey Truscott Medal, previously mentioned, four times in the 1990s. I'm going to say true. Correct. There's no factoid. It's just right. And he won the Brownlow in there as well. Yep. Rest in peace. Damn, you're catching up to me. Okay, Gemma. Former Melbourne captain James McDonald became the first ever... GWS? Yes. ...to be suspended in the Giants' first match for fracturing the jaw of which Sydney Swans player? There are options though, right? There are options. (laughs) The options are... Gary Rowan, Luke Parker, or Jude Bolton? It would have been 2014? 2012. It was 2012. They're all still playing. It wasn't Gary Rowan. Oh, yeah, it was Jude Bolton. It was Luke Parker. Yeah. Really? I don't know, but yes, it was Luke Parker. That's what it says. Was it 2012? So... It doesn't give you a year. It just says former Melbourne captain James McDonald became the first ever GWS player to be suspended in the Giants. Like, so when the Giants... Yeah, that first game, it yeah. was it was 2012 because uh, Gold Coast were in 2011. 2012 was the year that the Swans made the grand final and Luke Parker was the sub in the grand final. So oh. I just didn't expect him to be playing. Right. Well, he wow. Got his jaw fractured. Mm. Okay. Second time we've mentioned James McDonald as well. And, uh, yeah, I was looking up some... Dates? No, I, that's irrelevant. That bit you of got came up. Okay. No, I just saw the name Thomas Bark and got a little bit... Oh, gosh. Shook my head. Yeah, right. No little bits. All right, Jason. All right. Which club was 2009 Brownlow Medal winner Gary Ablett Jr. with when he re- received that award? In 2009. 2009. I literally just gave you the answer. Do you have options? I just, no, don't give him options. No, no. Well, it's, it's, either, it's either Geelong yeah, or, yeah. Or, or Gold Coast. Okay, and okay. I'm just trying to remember when he went up. I'm going to say he was still with Geelong at that point. Correct. Yes, yeah. he was. Because I literally said Gold Coast didn't come in until 2011. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you didn't say that Geelong was in the grand final. Yeah, of course. All right. You fucking caught up to me after I was being cocky. Now I've got to really knuckle look, down. You're, you're doing what Carlton did on the weekend and went into the game expecting to win. And yeah. Oh, that's, anyway. I love these analogies. <laughs> so good. Uh, more Gary Ablett-related questions. Oh. Yo, what team did Gary Ablett Senior play for before he went to Geelong? Mm. Played six games with this team. Collingwood, know. Hawthorne or Richmond? Oh, I don't know. Richmond. Hawthorne. It's Hawthorne. Oh, okay. And then he left and then Geelong poached him. But imagine if he'd gone to Hawthorne. We've had this conversation about what it would have looked like if he'd gone to Hawthorne instead of Geelong. As in stayed at Hawthorne. Stayed at Hawthorne. Whether he would have and how playing with, you know, like on the same team as Dunstall, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. How that would have looked. Anyway. I don't like them. What number pick overall was Matthew Pavlich in the 99 AFL National Draft? Options, please. I can either give you three numbers or I can give you a bracket. No, give me three numbers. Okay. Four, seven, or 18. Four. Number four is correct. Oh, back on the horse. What a nose, too. A nose that looks like the number four. Pav is great. Pav is great. Oh, there's a very good question here that I'm going to direct towards Jason. Okay. Jared McVeigh began playing for the Sydney Swans in what year? Mm. Do you want options? Yes. I've got an idea, but I want to see if that's... What's your rough idea? I th- I th- 2012 is kind of a loose... You know he's played 300 games, right? Mm. Selfie two area games in that point, right? Can't you? In 20, seven years. 20, 40, 60, 80. No, you can't fit 20, 300 games, 20 years. Give us a, give us a, 
A two, bracket. 2004, 2015, 2001. 2001. 2004. Uh. He was but then captain a grand final, so, you know. Swings and roundabouts. Exactly. Good dude. Uh, yo, true or false, St. Kilda ended up 12th on the 2015 ladder. Uh, true. False, the Saints were 14th. That's okay. a bit of a, like, eh question. That's okay. Yeah, that's question. all right. <laughs> you know, I'm a bit of an eh. Yeah. Oh, that's a nose. That's Matthew Pavlidge's yeah, nose. Cool. You don't know Pav? It looks like a number I've four. Read the his name. nose. Haven't haven't He's seen him. He's wonderful. Okay. Looks like great a player, feet, but yeah. loyal player. Yo's uh, turn to ask. Oh yeah. Yo's turn. Jumping ahead. Okay. Um, another Gold Coast Suns question for you, Jason. Okay, my one of my top teams. Um, they mine too. <laughs> true or false? The Gold Coast Suns played. The 2010 season in the VFL. True. Yeah. Yeah. They played in the VFL ahead of their debut in mm. 2011. Because they had the mini draft. Mm. I knew that they played. I just, well, I couldn't remember what year, but when the previous conversation we had about coming in in yeah, 2011. Yeah. 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 GMR. Which player missed the Crows' first final in 2017 due to having his appendix removed? Oh, the options that's right, because it blew up the week of the game. Taylor Walker, Sam Jacobs, and Rory Sloan. It was Rory Sloan, wasn't it? Yeah, you got it. Because then didn't they have someone else have the same issue around the same time? Yeah. Wasn't it Eddie Betts? Eddie Betts also had to get his appendix out. Did he? Yep. The Crows won the first qualifying final, beating GWS by 36. Yeah, well, they made it to the grand final and then didn't show up. Yeah, recent uh, flop. Yeah, he had his done at the end of. Eddie Betts had it done. He missed the showdown. Oh, he missed one match. Also, Eddie was first and then slow. Eddie was first. Yeah, he missed one match following his appendix before the showdown forty three in Adelaide. After joking, his teammate should harden up. He believed nine days was enough for Sloan for his recovery, uh, and then yeah. Here we go. You can't do any internal damage once it's stitched up inside. They're dissolving stitches. Once you start running, it feels a lot better. Okay, I am not going to run after I get my appendix out. The wild men. Come on, uh, throw them at me. Okay. I need to beat you. Okay, I'm going to give you a double points question here. Whoa. Even though I know that it's... But you've got to get these both these questions right. Does Yo not get a question? He will, but this is this is a double part of question. Okay? okay. As of 2016, the two greatest winning margins in VFL AFL history were both against which team, and by how much? Whoa. One point if you get the right team, and another point if you get the right margins. I want to say it's Melbourne, but I have a feeling it's Essendon. <laughs> so specific. All right. I'm going to say Essendon. Okay, and do you have an idea on what the two winning margins in history are? I'll well, give you a clue. They're between 150 and 200. Was one in 1992 against Hawthorne? Mm-hmm. No? Okay. Then is it Melbourne? <laughs> <laughs> it is in Melbourne. Okay, it's Melbourne. So one is uh, 208. Oh, no. You said between 150 and 200? Yeah. Uh, 100, 160, 188, 168 points. 188 and 168, are they the two scores you're saying? These are for double points. Building it up to take out a three-point buffer over me. It's very specific, though. So specific. Do I at least get Melbourne as a right answer? Melbourne's right. Okay, so I can so give myself a point, point. Look, for that. I'll let, it, I'll let it slide. I'm going to say... You can say yes and then first, but you know. <laughs> I'm going to say 188 and 157. Uh, Fitzroy defeated Melbourne by 190 points and Geelong defeated Melbourne by 186 points. 86, not 88! So That's wh- why I was getting confused between 168 and... 100. Fuck. There was so a six in there. Only the yeah. one point, but they are two very comprehensive beatings. 
190-point beating, not scored against beating. Well, Fitzroy would have been, like, a long time ago, but the uh, Geelong one was 2011. You know, Steve Johnson. <laughs> Steve Johnson had 27 score involvements in that game. Wow. That's the record. It's mental. It's such a... He already pumped himself up back then, didn't he? <laughs> Are you going to ask Yo his question? I am, actually. True or false, 1988 was the last season of the VFL under-19s competition. That's a hard question. It is a hard question. True. Uh, false, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, it finished later than that. I'm trying to find where the exact number is. Uh, no, they uh, 1991. Oh. It was under-19s. Oh, by two years. Wow. That was a bit of a tricky one. Yeah, well, I got a tricky one. Tricky one. You got a very specific one. Let's try to get double points. Gem as well in the lead. Yeah, well, two points. I've never heard of this award before. Mm-hmm. But uh, true or false, Tom Hawkins was the winner of the AFL Army Award in 2009. I don't know. I'm going to go with true. Yeah, you're right. Okay. What is the AFL Army Award? Let's Google that. AFL Army Award. Have you ever heard of it? I haven't, but I feel like it's something that existed and doesn't anymore. Uh, you AFL, don't hear about it, do you? No, AFL Army Award ran from 2007 to 2009 <laughs> to recognise players who produce significant acts of bravery or selflessness to promote the cause of their team during a game. Uh, examples of such bravery that are not usually rewarded include chase and tackle, executing a solid bump, shepherd, spoil. So 1% is really... So all of my favourite things. Uh, taking a mark back with a flight of the ball... And uh, three nominees were selected by a panel and put up for public vote at the end of the 22 rounds. Uh, Elwyn Davey, 2007. Brett Delidio, 2008. Tom Hawkins, 2009. Bravery. Hmm. Bit demeaning to the army, isn't it? Um, (laughs) (laughs) Jason. Yeah. Which team placed 17th on the ladder, shocked fans by beating frontrunner Adelaide in round 14 of 2017? Brisbane, Hawthorne or Gold Coast? Read that through one more time to make sure I get my facts correct. Which team placed 17th on the ladder, shocked fans by beating the frontrunner Adelaide in round 14 of 2017? It's either Brisbane or Gold Coast, mm. and I'm going to go with Gold Coast. It's Hawthorne, because remember, the, while Sydney were going 0 and 6, uh, Hawthorne were going 1 and 5. They were at this parallel with you that you'd started the year yep. quite. Hawthorne didn't make finals, though, Sydney did. Just saying. I was going to go Brisbane, because mm. they had kind of like a. Round 14, I thought that they had a surge then. but anyway. Brisbane did have a good back half of the year. Yeah. How much do you, do you know a lot about players you hate, Gemma? <laughs> Probably, yes. Yeah. What ended Gary Ablett Jr.'s <laughs> 2014 season? Hamstring. Do you want to know the options? <laughs> yes. Suspension, Achilles injury, shoulder injury. Oh, shoulder. Yes. Yeah. He still tapes it now. So. Um, okay, Jason. Who was the Gold Coast Suns inaugural chairman? It sounds like this is campaigning for the Suns a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> Help the flagging team. Inaugural chairman. I love yep. Gold Coast. The, uh, yeah, I have a soft spot for them too, They're big good. time. Yep. Um, the options are John Witheriff, Tony Cochran, and Dave Matthews. Not of Dave Matthews. Band. I was about to say Yeah. <laughs> Rave Matthews. Tony band. Cochran, I think it is. It's John Witheriff. I don't know any of those names, so for you to have a... Tony Cochran, just in his name. He's the current one. Oh, is the, that's, that would be why. Okay. John, the factoid is John Witheriff is also the director of the Commonwealth Games Authority for the 2018 Do you Commonwealth. Know it's funny, actually, when I pulled a card out of this pack yesterday just to highlight to my girlfriend the, the game, that was the card I pulled out. Oh, that one. Question, then, yeah. Because I remember the Commonwealth Games fact and I still got that question wrong. So there you go. Go me, right? That's a okay. good chat. It's fine. It's fine. You're still second place. Uh, <laughs> of three. <laughs> Silver medal. Okay, yo. Yes. Aussie Rules receives more online searches 
than any other sport in the country. What is sport number two? Oh, come on. Soccer, horse racing, or cricket? I'm going to go with soccer. Soccer? Yeah. It's cricket. Oh, I hate cricket so much. <laughs> I hate cricket so much. I don't know how people get so invested in it. Sorry if either of you are cricket fans. Uh, as someone who's a big baseball fan, you know, like they're very no. parallel sports. Ah, uh, no. No? Nah, I've tried to watch cricket. It's, no. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, cricket people. Don't apologise. All right. Yeah. Gemma, yeah. true or false? By 2015, Michael Malthouse coached more... AFL, VFL games than any other coach? Well, the year is the tricky part. I know that he has, but I don't know what year he passed it. Okay, what year did he come to Carlton? The beginning of the end. Which was when? I can't give too much away because I don't want to... Let me win. Give the answer away. I'm happy to... Brendan Bolton's been there for three years. Yeah, I'll say 20, 2015, end of 2015. I'll say true. True is correct. Yeah. Nice, uh, uh, nice work. Brendan Bolton came in at the end of 2015. Yeah, there you go. Got to work through the facts. Maths, elimination. He coached good. Carlton in his 715th game against Collingwood. And they lost by a lot. Breaking Collingwood's Jock, Mahale, Jock McHale's record of 714 games before being sacked three games later. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Should have kept ratting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so I don't want to use this card because it has a question that I'll come back to at the end. Okay, save it, save it. Save it links to many of the conversations we've been having. Okay. Save it. Yeah. And I don't want him to win. <laughs> oh, using a, not playing a card for tactical reasons is different to picking a question <laughs> for tactical reasons. I'm not going to argue. I'm just going to highlight. Um, no, I would have asked Yo anyway. Uh, former Collingwood Jason, former Collingwood star player James Clement was known by what nickname? The General, Pony Boy, or Beach? James Clement's nickname. General, Pony Boy, or Beach? Beach. I'm going to go with General. Yeah, you're right. Pony Boy is a pretty good nickname. It's a reference to the Outsiders. But I can't really hear a commentator calling him and the pony boy. Well, we have idiot commentators, so what are you going to do? Uh, no, as in they probably would do that. Yo, you get another rising star question. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. see, You'll be well see what's happening here, yes. He's your our rising star. I'm the rookie, star. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who won the 2006 Rising Star Award? <laughs> <laughs> They're all guesses. I've just been guessing this all Yeah. David Kosh. Koshy. Sean, Sean Burgoyne or Daniel Pierce? 2006. I feel like how long Burgoyne's been playing so for So it's young. down to two options, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know who that other kid is. Daniel Pierce. Yeah. Um, Burgoyne, remember, was at another club and has a premiership at another club before he came to Hawthorne. He's been playing for a long time, And right? that should give you the idea of whether he is the answer or not. Well, I don't think he is. I reckon it's the other kid. Daniel Pierce. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. Sean Burgoyne was in the 2004 Port Adelaide Premiership team. Ah, okay. Car on the pair. Cool. Who... Thanks for the help through that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Try. Uh, your questions? Oh, yes. I'm saving this one. <laughs> it's good. It's... Literally so relevant to what we were talking about before. Uh, this will be fun. Jason. Mm. Welcome. Which former North Melbourne and Carlton footballer tied... F- this is... Which former North Melbourne and Carlton footballer tied for the 1996 Brownlow medal but was ineligible due to suspension? Adam Simpson, Corey McKernan or Mick Martin? Mick Martin. No. Who was it, Gemma? Corey McKernan. <laughs> you are Carlton. Yes. I know him more for Carlton than I do North. North. Really? Yeah. I only think of Corey McKernan and I think of North. Yeah. Yeah, right. Bugger. Mick Martin died for a Brownlow medal. <laughs> yeah, but 
I just pictured him as. You just didn't think Corey was in the I need to give this a wiki because I. I just think of him at. Could you imagine Mick Martin accepting a Brownlow medal? <laughs> he played 41 games. There we go. Okay, so 182 from 93 to 2001 with North Melbourne. To Carlton for two years, played 41 games, then back to North Melbourne from 2004. Uh. Carlton Best and Ferris, 2002. Leading goal kicker, 2002. Mm-hmm. Rising star nominee, 1994. That'll probably be a question in the next five <laughs> cards. <laughs> and uh, AFL Premiership in 96 and 99 with North Melbourne. There you go, Jace. Your uh, own club. See if there's any other trivia. Well, we have lots here. Mm. Nothing there that jumps out at me. For no nuggets. No nuggets. No nuggets. Okay. Gemma, how many seasons did Brad Sewell play for the Hawthorne Football Club? Was it 10, was it 12, or was it 8? Fun fact, Brad Sewell tried to steal food from me one day in Speedos. Tell us that story, please. <laughs> Um, another one of my MSAC stories. It was jokingly, but, uh, yeah, Hawthorne, a few clubs used to come in. That was the day Buddy came in as well. Uh, so it would have been 2012, the year that Sydney beat them in the grand final. I had many interactions with Hawthorne that year. Uh, and I was taking food upstairs to their function and he came out of the pool and ran up and tried to take stuff off the trolley. And it was very awkward. Cause in Speedos. Did, in Speedos. And I didn't know what to do. I was just standing there like, um, what? <laughs> yeah. So that's my Brad Sewell story. I'm going to say 10 seasons. It was 12. <sighs> Sorry. Very close. Those three options were very close. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just to go back on the last one. Cora McKernan. Yeah, Mick Martin did play for Carlton. A handful of games notched up his 300 match against Essendon in 2003. He was cheered off the ground, even though he lost by 34 points. That was his last match because he got a serious injury at training Next year. He was also injured in the Bali bombings. Mm. Hectic. There He'd been are a few that with were. Jason McCartney uh, at okay. his yeah. bar. Yeah, Jason right. McCartney's the one that... And there is a quote commenting on radio that after the Bali bombings, it wasn't the blue and white in my corner, it was the navy blue. Oh, that's f- interesting. Interesting bit of uh, nugget there from mm. uh, young uh, Mick okay. Martin. I just thought it was funny, the idea of him accepting a brown oh, loan. Look, in hindsight, I... Uh, <laughs> you just didn't recognise McKernan, is it? He won the Michael Tuck medal in 95, so look... Which is? Pre-season. Grand final, best on ground, mm. which Michael Tuck doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah. All right. He's also a life member. There we go. Of Carlton. Mm. Well, he'd be of both, wouldn't he? He'd play 150 at the other? Uh, no, he only played 13 at Carlton and 287 at North, so he'd smack on 300. But his dad played for North Melbourne and his great relative, Paddy O'Brien, was an early Carlton champion, so he's got the link to both clubs, so one on both wall. Anyway, next question. Gemma. Yes. Brent Boomer Harvey played his record-breaking 427th VFL-AFL club, VFL-AFL game in 2016 against which club? Options? St Kilda, Bulldogs or Collingwood. Oh, that's actually really difficult. Mm. I remember this because they had his name in the jumper. Mm. It's a good looking jumper. Eh, North Melbourne. No, North have good jumpers. They just have bad team, bad club, bad <laughs> everything else. Um, I'm going to say, I want to say St Kilda, but is it the Western Bulldogs? Final answer. <laughs> St Kilda. It is St Kilda. Yes. Okay, yo. This mm-hmm. is a little bit less football related. Okay. 
Former Essendon player Jason Johnson, <laughs> as opposed to Jason Johannesson from the Western Bulldogs, mm-hmm. founded a company which sells and delivers what product? <laughs> I don't. Hampers, yeah. motor scooters, or frozen meals? Oh, frozen meals? Correct. <laughs> it's called Dynamic and currently Oh, has is that links. him? Yeah. Links with a number of AFL clubs. And frozen Daisy Pierce. Meals. Okay. Daisy Pierce. Okay. Oh, is that is that her partner? No, she just is sponsored by them. Ah, oh, the Frozen Meals company. Yeah. Right. Okay, yo. Yeah. By what nickname was Essendon's original home ground at the Essendon Recreation Reserve better known? Oh, I can't use this one. You sent me a picture of this card today. Do you remember what's on it? No. Okay. If you get the answer right, then I'm judging you. <laughs> um, okay, yo. By what nickname was Essendon's original home ground at the Essendon Recreation Reserve better known? The same old stadium, Windy Hill or Bomber Park? Uh, I mean, I like Bomber Park. <laughs> but I'm going to go with Windy Hill. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> the same old stadium, it would be a brilliant name for a home ground. Will it? Same old stadium. Giant stadium is pretty good. Okay. True or false, Jason? Coleman medal winner Brendan Favola kicked 71 goals in 2009. I was waiting for the rest of the question. I realised it's <laughs> true, true or false. false. Yeah. Uh, 79 goals. 71 goals in 2009. 2009. Oh. I'm going to say false. Correct. He kicked 86. Mm-hmm. That was at the ra- that wasn't the race for the hundred, was it? That was a bit closer than making ninety something that year. Yeah, it was closer. Yeah, later on, wasn't it? No, earlier. I yeah, know. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. I'd have to research. No, maybe it was. Nah, because it was against it was against Hawthorne because Buddy was going for it as well. Oh, then it was two thousand eight. Yeah, because Buddy got it. And Hawthorne I won think, the flag that year. Yeah, but they also were trying to. Like they both oh, when they it. shut him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. A little bit unfair, but... The know. one funny thing Alistair Clarkson's ever done. <laughs> he does lots of funny things, like singing I, songs and... Alistair you know. Clarkson? Yeah. Mm. I mean, did you not know that? What? He loves busting out an acoustic yeah. guitar around the campfire. Oh, no. Yeah, there's footage of it. Oh, Playing no. to his players, like, in the rooms and stuff. It's. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, questions about, like... Jason. Yep. Who was Fitzroy's last ever VFL AFL coach? Oh. Do you have a chance? Hmm? Mick Noonan, Alan McConnell, Matthew Primus. Um, wasn't Matthew Primus. I'm pretty sure Alan McConnell was the one who left with three games to go, so Mick Noonan. It was Alan McConnell. Oh, Who is the coach of the GWS Giants AFLW team. He coached oh, really? the Lions yes. in two stints for a grand total of no wins from 11 games. That's right. So I've got a back because there was the guy who just did the last two or three games and the coach is like, this is a sinking ship. I'm, yeah. I'm out of here. Fuck Get this. Yeah. Mm. Uh, mm. Should have got that one. Jim. Jim, true or false? The Scott Twins, Brad and Chris, are the first brothers to coach senior VFL, AFL teams against each other in a final. Are they the first brothers? Uh, yes. Let me read the question again. The Scott Twins, Brad and Chris, are the first brothers to coach senior VFL, AFL teams against each other in a final. True or false? I think it's true. It's false. Who else has there been? Norm... And Len Smith coached. Oh, true! I didn't realize they coached the final against each other in 1960. I was going to say I knew that one. I was like, I'm trying not to like be like me and be really annoying. Well, no, because it's it was a very (laughs) fine question. Yeah, the the negative could have been a double. That's why I repeated it for you. Anyway, I'm glad you better hear it properly so that you had full chance to. My question in my head was whether. Geelong and North had played a final against each other recently. Here's a question for you. Which Scott coaches which team? 
Chris coaches Geelong, Brad coaches North Melbourne. I reckon that would have been a good enough question. That that would have got me up until a couple of weeks ago until I made a little like, like Chris begins with C, Cat begins with C, and then Brad oh. is the B one, is the B coach. I got seriously mixed up between them during the big freeze last year. Was yeah. like, Wasn't that the point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, but like I was like trying to pick it and I was like, nah, no chance. I'm looking forward to what they do for the big freeze this year. It was a very cute one last year. It was cute. It was simple, though. Mm. I think that's all you need. At least Horse did a funny one. Who knew Horse was funny? <laughs> I don't think anyone does. He was great. I don't think he does. I love him. Everyone's calling for his head. I think he's wonderful. You're allowed to have a year off. Like, just ask Brendan Bolton. Okay, next question. <laughs> Gemma. Yes? What was the Gold Coast's final ladder position in 2014? Oh, this was the year they nearly made finals and then dropped off. I want to say it was like 14th or 15th. What were the options? 14th, 12th and 9th. 14th. Incorrect. It was 12th. <sighs> Good on him. Mm. It's all right. Alex Sexton is the king and Josh Corbett is amazing. True or false, yo? Mm. Mm. The Brisbane Bears... Won the reserve grade premiership in 1991. I have no idea. So I'm going to say true. It is true. And it was the only trophy won by the Brisbane Bears. (laughs) Yo's catching up to you, Jason. Getting by on guesses. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Score check. Gemma's on uh, 18. Jason's on 15. And Yo is on 13. So it's still fairly tight. Hmm. Yo's making a good play. Down the home stretch. Jason, <laughs> true or false? Adam Cooney won the 2008 Brownlow medal by just one vote. False. It is true. He won by one point to Simon Black. Can you believe Adam Cooney beat Simon Black for mm. a Brownlow medal? Adam Cooney was very, very good that year. And then he injured his knee and was never good again. Um, is that him that does the... Yep. Yeah, okay. There's a video show, I think it's on the AFL yeah. app. Yeah. He's very funny. Yo, what name is given to home and away games between Brisbane and the Gold Coast Ooh. Suns? Trop- Tropic Thunder. Oh, that's a good name. The Q, Q Clash. Clash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's hope that the uh, the musical stylings of Alistair Clarkson <laughs> gives uh, Yo the, the advantage. He's coming home with a wet sail, though. Uh, Jason, um, I'm going to flip it and stop being friendly with who I give the questions to. Oh. In 1996, in a Saturday night game between Essendon and St Kilda at Waverley Park, what unusual event took place which forced the game to be abandoned for the evening? Power went out. Correct. And the footage of is it Dwayne Russell... I think with a lighter. Might have been. Oh, no, it wasn't Dwayne Russell. It was, I've forgotten who it was, but the clip he's, maybe Lee, Lee Matthews maybe, he's got a lighter to light his face so the camera can, he can say, hey, the power's gone out <laughs> and we're away to see what happens. So just stay with us and it's beautiful. It's a very funny little shot. Yeah. It must be up there with the pig on the field. Oh, it's definitely, if yeah. you watch those like, Clips shows it's definitely in the, the yeah. top twenty, like non-football football moments. Yeah, yeah. Gemma, who was the captain of the Carlton Football Club in 2016? Was it Sam Doherty, Ed Kerno, or Mark Murphy? Mark Murphy, unfortunately. Correct. Yes. Sorry, he's had one bad game, and you're all against no, him. No, <laughs> it's been a pattern. Mutiny. No, he played well last week. Very well. You know, he took something like 11 marks that game. Amazing. Ask your next question, mate. Don't don't knock Mark Murphy. Glad <laughs> to knock Mark Murphy. Wait. Okay. You guys looking at the answers? Oh no, I'm not. I'm looking at. I'm looking at. <laughs> Alistair Clarkson. <laughs> Here's the question, Gemma. Yes. In 1987, oh, Jesus. Carlton Football Club established its Hall of Fame with how many inductees? Nine, two, or twelve? Nine. Nine is correct. Nice. Yo. Oh, yes. Born. True or false? 
the AFL Players Association for 2017 Captain of the Year went to Fremantle's Nat Fife. Wait, can you say that again? Uh, True or false, the AFL Association Award for the Captain of the Year in 2017 was awarded to Nat Fife. I know the answer to this. He's picked it up at some point, right? I know the answer to this because who got it was the wrong choice. Mm. The very, very wrong choice. Uh, I'm going to say false. Correct. For an extra point, who did it go to? I can't remember. I don't know. Well, no extra points, but Gemma. Taylor Walker. Taylor Walker from Adelaide. Second year in a row. Yeah, unbelievable. Ah. I guess the Phil Walsh stuff, but even then. Oh, right. (laughs) Yo. Yes. Rising star cross. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. Uh, It's a good theme. Yeah. For me, anyway. Who was the first number one draft pick to win the AFL Rising Star Award? Justin Kaczynski, Nick Rewalt, or Luke Hodge? Hodge. Nick Rewalt. Kaczynski won the award in 2001, having been pick number two in the same draft as Rewalt, and Rewalt won it in 2002. Okay. There you go. All right. Jason. Hmm. Melbourne Ruckman, Jim Steins. You get the Jim Steins questions, Yo gets the Rising Star questions. (laughs) Melbourne Ruckman, Jim Steins, set a record for playing how many consecutive VFL-AFL games by 1998? It's over 200. 237. I should have gone for the actual three options. It's too late now, but I'll give you the option for a bonus. Okay. So it was 244. Very close. You were very close. But can you tell me how many years he played consecutively? 11. 12. So close. (laughs) So close. So close on both fronts. 188 via 168. It's like 186. God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Gemma. Yes. True or false? 2017 was the 120th AFL season. Maths, right? No, false. Correct. It was the 121st. Well, even then, technically that's not true. But Because I'll take... of the renaming of yeah. the league. Yeah. I'll take it, though. Jason, how many games did Fitzroy win in 1996? <laughs> I know this one and it hurts that I know it. It's one. Yeah, correct. <laughs> Why does it hurt? Because knowing that... Uh, they were comparing Carlton to Fitzroy oh, last okay. year for the longest <laughs> <Okay>. time. <laughs> right. Send us to Tasmania. I'd be fine with yeah. it. No, no, send North there. All right, one more round. Okay. Uh, this is worth 100 points. Are we doing that No, we'll chest? have to do plenty of bonus questions in this one. So we'll do one more round and uh, scores stand. Yo is on 15. Jason's on 17. And I'm on 21. <laughs> the tone of voice is so good. And I'm on 20. Is that me to so call good. the questions now? Is that what we're up to? Yeah, it's up to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah your turn. Okay. All right. Gemma. I'm going to get all the ones from really early now. Who was the 2017 Carlton kicking coach? Was it Brendan Favola? No, you have to give me the options. I can give you the options. Was it Neil Craig? No. Tony Rocker or Sav Rocker? Oh, uh, it was Sav Rocker. Sav Rocker, correct. Indeed. Nice. Yo. Mm-hmm. Not too hard a question. On the 8th of October 2012, who was announced as the senior coach of Port Adelaide Football Club? You have said this person before in tonight's session. Oh, shit. (laughs) Well, 2012. Mm, And current. He's not the coach now for Port Adelaide, but he coaches somewhere else. No, No. he's the coach now. Oh, is he? Mm -hmm. All right, I'm thinking of someone else. For Port? Mm -hmm. Ross Lyon? (laughs) No. I'm going to give the the, the, clues. Options? Oh, yeah. Um, Ross Lyons for Frio, by the way. Oh, sorry. Yes. That's all right. It's easy um, to get those two mixed up. Oh, fuck. Okay. I get him mixed up with 
Uh, a friend of mine got a delightful tattoo of him oh, recently. No. Yeah. Um, what is his goddamn name? I, I, love, give you the I love watching him because I reckon he would tear, it, tear me a new ass Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Beautiful. Yeah, what are the options? Uh, Gary Hocking, Ken Hinckley, John It's Hinckley. Smith. Yeah, it's Hinckley. it's Hinckley. Sorry. Why did I think this was Primus? I don't know. Maybe because it's you thought 2012. And yeah, thought, I thought Primus was back there. I didn't realise Hinckley had been there for seven years. He's been there for a while. He got them to the finals. Like it's kind of went on this, and then kind yeah, of yeah. Twenty fifteen, he that was mm. a really good team. That's yeah. a that's a clear indication of how familiar I am with footy. So that's good. Yeah. You're on eleven, and I'm on twelve. So sorry, you're on uh, sixteen, and I'm on seventeen. So it's not like yeah. I would I would I'd hate Hinkley to be mad at me. Like <laughs> I see his face, and I'm like, oh no. Nah. Uh, this is relevant to who I thought the answer to that one was because I got my ears mixed up. Yo. Hmm. In the AFL, M, the coach of which team announced his resignation in September 2008? Magpies, Lions, or the Swans? I don't know. I have no idea. So this person played Uh in an esteemed era of football the same time as Matthew Primus, and that's why it's relevant, because at one time there were four of them there were noted names of that era, coaching clubs, and they all ended poorly except for one. I acknowledge that you're trying to help me with all of this, and unfortunately it means nothing to me. So, For um, a bonus point, Jason, do you know the answer? I'll just read the question again so I can... In the AFL, M, the coach of which team announced his resignation in September 2008? I feel like Lou, you were saying to Yo, it was... It was you're saying about Primus, <coughs> Buckley heard, um, can't think of the other one. I'm going to say it was Collingwood. Brisbane, Michael Voss. Michael Voss, that was the other one. And he announced his resignation, but really you can tell that he got fired. And it was all a big thing. All right. Hold on, you, you've got your question oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where was footballer Simon Black born? Tasmania, Mount Isa. Moriac. Oh, I'm going to go with Moriac. Mount Isa. Mount Isa. Delightful. Yeah, last one, yo. Okay. To see us out for the evening. <laughs> Who's winning? Oh, it's even... No, no, it's not. Gemma's, I think, I think Gemma's you, killing. Did you ask the first question, Gemma? So does that mean I then have... Yo has one and I have one? So if you ask the first question of the whole competition... It means I've got to ask the last one to come the full circle. No, you asked the first question. I did. Okay. You right. did this ask is the last question. All right. Oh, but then I've got my special one. All right. That's the last one. That's for 100 points. <laughs> this is this first question is real easy. You want it? Yes. <laughs> you want it? Sure. All right. Jason, Lance Franklin played 182 games for Hawthorne. <laughs> what is his nickname? <laughs> now, you while got- it's Buddy... <laughs> He must have Correct. another nickname around the club. I reckon he'd have another non-buddy nickname. Bud. <laughs> they call him Bud. That's a derivative. There must be another, whether at Hawthorne or at Sydney, there must be another... So anyway. there were probably some inappropriate ones at Hawthorne. Mm. I've heard a couple of stories. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, Buddy Franklin. Yeah, well done. Good chat. That's good. Um, Gemma? Yes. Who was the first woman to hold a position as chairperson slash president of a VFL AFL club? Was it Peggy? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Okay, so I'm going to do this one for two points so that Yo still has a chance to draw a oh. second. <laughs> Make it three because I've got a chance to win. All right. <laughs> this is my question from earlier that I didn't want to read until now. Excluding zone and father-son selections... Who was the lowest selected drafted player, i.e. the highest number draft pick, to win the AFL Rising Star Award before Nick Rewall? Uh, I actually have no idea. Have no idea. But listen to the options. Okay. <laughs> Adam Goods, Sam Mitchell, or Byron Pickett? I still have no idea. Who have we been talking about? Pickett. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. 
three points to you. Guided, guided into that one. Yeah. All right. I want to end up on this last nugget. One. You got a nugget. This is a group of cards in this pack that have all the club songs on it. God. And uh, I'm gonna. GWS have the best song. Pick one at random, and you've got to. Do your best. I'm going to sit out of I'm this I'm not one, singing. I don't know any You can words. read it. You can read it. Read a lyric to me and I have to guess which song oh, it they've is. They've got the numbers on the card. I won't look. Just read a lyric Okay, yeah, you me. pick one out for Gemma. And read a lyric. Read the most obscure lyric and see if Gemma gets it. I reckon that's the best way to do it. Okay. Most obscure lyric. Okay. In that... Obscure line. Let's say that. It's more than a sport. Can I get another line? We'll never stop. It's a Port Adelaide. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never stop, stop, stop till the top. That's not, top, an obscure, top. that's not an obscure line, is it? I don't know the song. Port Adelaide aggression. We uh, are the power from Port. It's more than a sport. Anyway. So, final scores in our two part trivia. But we might do another session of these if people like it because there's plenty of other cards. Uh,. Jason ends up last. Hey! <laughs> oh, so not deserved. <laughs> Do I get an extra 10 points for bringing the cards? Is With 18 points. Woo-hoo. Pretty respectable. Yo, second. With 19 points. Thanks for that bonus bar yep, and picket question. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, picket, wherever you are. Shout out to you. And I won with 23. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what should happen is I become Quizmaster and then you find a fourth. A a third player that's not me. All right, we might do that. How next about time. that? So, if you listen in and you would like to be one of our other quizzed people, just tweet at Play on Radio Melb. Uh, where can people find you, Yo? Uh, at Snacks with Yo. So and they can listen to your music and yo. tweet at you about footy. Yeah, they can. I'd love footy chat because I don't get much of it. All right, um, I'll uh, promote And I'm that. learning clearly. So <laughs> yeah, you're doing well. And uh, Jason, where, where can they find you? Uh, Jason underscore UU for anything we related. Or in Sexyland. Uh, Measure it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Occasionally. Often. Times. Often now. Often now. <laughs> Roving reporter, some would say. Roving reporter. <laughs> Roaming Jace. <laughs> Roaming Jace. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Make sure that you keep listening to Play on Radio. There's heaps of really good music, including a lot of Yo's music, because I Thank love you, it. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you. <laughs> um, and How Goods Footy every Wednesday at 4pm is the show we've been referencing this whole time. Tune into that. Uh, as I said, we'll be announcing something shortly that we can invite everyone to, so keep your ear to the ground for that. In the meantime, I am at Play on Radio Melb on Twitter or GL Bastiani. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Thanks for having us. Thank Sorry you. about the whistling that's happening me. right now. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. Uh, and hopefully we can do this again soon. Love to. Awesome. Thanks, Gemma. Catch you guys. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.